Hesedim is a series of reflection, usually reflecting on an issue in the society in the light of the words of scripture. You're welcome to join us each time and to send your questions or comments by way of a voice note. Look forward to hearing you and speaking with you. I'm speaking to you today about overcoming anxiety. This is a common refrain, but is needed now more than ever. The world sang with Tracy Chapman, don't worry, be happy. And we all sang with Bob Marley, don't worry about a thing, for every little thing is gonna be all right. Those words have become in recent days the hardest sentiments to express. We had barely begun to come out of our houses after the severe and deadly respiratory virus, the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, took the lives of hundreds of thousands of people across the globe, only to be shown videos of a black man with a white, with the knee on his neck by a white policeman who kept it there for eight minutes and 46 seconds, ensuring that he killed George Floyd on the streets of Minneapolis. The world repeated the words of the dying man, please, I can't breathe. Those words are emblematic of how too many people in the world have been made to feel with the knee of power resting on their necks, snuffing out their lives. This is what the people of color have been saying because of racism in America, please, I can't breathe. This is what the children of Yemen have been saying with the knee of the US and the Saudi military with the Black Hawk helicopters on their necks. Please, I can't breathe. That is what the immigrants on the US southern border with the cartels in tow have been saying, please, I can't breathe. This is what the people of Venezuela mm. and Cuba and Palestine to name only three with nothing to curtail the untrammeled might of the USA military and economy and the Israeli military and economy. Please, I can't breathe. That is what is being said in the violence-prone communities across this island, everywhere else in the world. Crime and violence during the pandemic has seen a 20% or more downward spiral, not in Jamaica. Murder has continued unabated and our people are crying please i can't breathe that is what black youth are saying all over the world with the high incidence of police homicide please i can't breathe mother earth has been making that plea and when the hurricanes come this year it will be mother earth trying at last to exhale having said for too long please i can't breathe like it or not, anxiety is with us because many people feel themselves being choked and gasping for air. How can we overcome anxiety, both at the personal level and at the cosmic level? I would like to share with you a reading from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 6, beginning at verse 19 and continuing to verse 34. 
in summary the passage is from the fame the sermon on the mount by jesus and it focuses on the subject of anxiety by giving altogether four commands two are stated negatively do not lay up for yourself treasure on, treasures on earth and the other stated negatively is do not worry about your life what you shall eat or what you shall drink or what you shall wear then there are two commands stated positively lay up for yourselves mm. treasures in heaven for where your treasure is there will your hearts be also and the final positive command seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you i shall treat with the two negative commands this week and the two positive statements next week the first thing i want to say is that in order to overcome anxiety you have to change your values the words of jesus begin by saying do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal they end by saying no one can serve two masters either you will hate the one and love the other or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other you cannot serve both god and money in the middle of those words jesus says in effect it is what the eyes see what one perceives that matters in other words life turns on your values what is important to you what captures and captivates your spirit the attention of the world has been riveted on the USA and the circumstances in which four white policemen murdered a black man. One put his knee on the neck of handcuffed George Floyd, while the other two stepped on his back and the fourth stood and watched. The murder was committed in broad daylight and was captured on video. The world literally watched as an uninhibited with an indifferent steer policeman kept his foot on the black man's neck until he stopped breathing, lost consciousness and died. All of us agree that what we witnessed physically was emblematic of the lot of black people in the USA. As we watched, we saw the fruits of generation of socialization in the USA to treat black people as less than human beings. White people have reinforced that thinking for generations, perhaps centuries. We are not their brothers and sisters, their neighbors and friends. We are thought of as lesser human beings, lesser than full human beings. You know the irony of it all? is that the U.S. Army is the institution most loved in which the greatest faith, at least, so say, 73% of Americans. You know what makes the, the world's most efficient mm -hmm. war machine so effective? Is that it has mastered the art of treating the enemies of America as less than human beings. So even the protest, protesters and the policemen and us looking on must become converted to a value system that refuses to treat anyone as less than human. The challenge is to reject that system of value that sees one human being, being black or brown, poor or foreigner, as lesser than. All persons are human, nothing less. This ought to be the value that drives and governs us. 
the other as lesser than is a value that we have to unlearn and replace it with a sense of universal brotherhood and universal sisterhood. That is also for us in Jamaica. Do we value some people more than other people because mm. they have money? Do we value some people more than other people because of the color of their skin? Do we value some people less than other people because they obviously have no money or position or are part of our political party or are part of our religious faith? We have to get, we have got to learn to place a value on people just because they are people. The cruelty to each other and in our name by law enforcement, by the economic system that immiserates some people in the name of prosperity mm. for others that are being choked, that say, please, that we can't breathe. In order to overcome anxiety, we have to change our values where how we are treat other people is concerned. There is another instruction in Jesus' teaching about overcoming anxiety that is stated negatively. Jesus says, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to his life? The first calls for change of our values. The second calls for change of our practice. The practice of defining ourselves by our consumption, mm. what we eat and what we drink and what we wear is driving us into neurosis. This is what creates a world in which all there is is shopping and predatory capitalism. To get it, to get enough of it, to keep it, to indulge ourselves with it and feast upon it is what is making our lives empty and purposeless. Those who have it are afraid that they may lose it and those who do not have it are killing themselves to get it. That is what makes anxiety such a, have us take such a deep hold on us. I think we have just come through a period in which we got by on less. Many of the things we tried so hard to get sat in our garages for days and weeks on end as we could go nowhere. Maybe we should learn a lesson to put these things in perspective. Jesus says four things to us that are all practical advice that should keep us from anxiety. The first thing that Jesus says is that your life is more than food and your body more than clothes. One of the things that when you worry and fret is that it means that you do not have a proper evaluation of your self-worth. You are better than that. The second thing that Jesus says is that the birds of the air with far less ability, far less resources, far less opportunity than we have, do not worry. He also speaks about the lilies, the plants, about the lilies. He says, why do you worry about your clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? 
they do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O oh, you of little faith? Worry is unworthy of you, because lesser parts of God's creation do just fine without worry. Jesus makes a third point about worry as a bad habit. He says, worry is a sign of lack of faith in the goodness and kindness of God, our Heavenly Father, the God who feeds the sparrow and clothes the lily, who answers when we choke the environment and they, they, they say, please, I can't breathe. God holds us in greater value than sparrows and lilies. There was something about the events of recent days, including the murderous action by the police and the blasphemous action by the American president using the Bible as a prop, and having been shaken by the pandemic and troubled by the condition it has left us to navigate. Worry would be a justified response if it were not for our faith in God, our Heavenly Father. Thank God that God sits above the circle of the earth and that God holds the world in God's hands. Thank God that God says of us, if God clothed the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will God not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? The final thing that Jesus says is that worry cannot change anything. Which of you by worry cannot a single inch to his life? Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. You cannot fix anything by worry. It is better to cross a bridge when you come to it. Stop worrying about tomorrow so that you cannot enjoy today. Wait until tomorrow. And then if worry can fix it, worry then. But if it can't, then do not worry. Jesus says some positive things that help us to overcome worry. One of them is that we should lay up treasures in heaven, and the other is that we should pursue the justice of God's kingdom. We will consider those next week. God bless. Amen.